Praise the Lord. And welcome to IHAP Podcast. IHAP, I have a testimony. Hosted by me, Reverend Mario Inaira. The podcast is shares and goes over testimonies from the people of God. So join me as I speak with fellow brothers and sisters in Christ that have influenced me and my Christian walk and see just how far God has brought us. Listen and be inspired and motivated by God's work in the lives of his people, by his grace and through his word. It's uh, March 26th, and I'm here with uh, someone that I personally grew up with and had a big uh, part of my life uh, growing up spiritually, and also uh, during those adolescent times in my youth. And I'm very honored to have Gabriel De La O with me uh, today, and um, and I'm going to let him just, I guess, introduce yourself, bro. Hi, my name is Gabriel <laughs> De La O, a little under the weather, but... Uh... I grew up um, in the Apostolic Church. Uh, that's how I was introduced to the church and met uh, Brother Mario at uh, a young age, at least for me. I was a teenager, and he was even younger than that. Yeah, yeah. I, You know, it, growing up, it was it was an awesome experience uh, in that because, um, you know, with, with you along with your brother Jesse and and my sister Lydia and your Terry, my cousin Terry, your wife, and I mean, it was just a little core group. You know the core group, even though we had all the other young people, but I'm um, kind of surrounding myself with that, and it really helped me to grow up fast. You know, I was the youngest of the group, but um, what I was expected of after a while, it, it, it kind of felt like it was overwhelming. But you know, I know I had you to be accountable for, and Jesse, and and to, it might have seemed hard, but it really helped me come a long way. It really did. Um, did you have any mentors yourself, like as a young person, anybody that kind of stuck, sticks out in your mind that kind of just helped guide you in that way? I, I would say um, growing up, you know, we didn't probably have too many mentors um, early on, you know, growing up in a church. I um, slept a lot, you know, I grew up <laughs> sleeping and I used to have a, an aunt um, Martha, who used to always uh, brag me with quarters and money to stay awake, and I just couldn't stay awake. But um, I would say, you know, after junior camps and such, um, and through high school, I would say that my best mentor, my biggest mentor, was my uncle um, Robert Ortega. He married my aunt Martha, and they lived in Stockton, California. When they first got married for years, um, and then God called them to Blythe, California. And uh, I believe I was about 13 years of age at the time. So from then all the way until I graduated, um, I would say he was a big mentor. As far as preaching mentors, um, you know, I think um, a lot of young people, at least myself, there was always like my favorite style of preaching or my favorite preacher that I ever had. Um, even still to this day, it was Brother Joe Mendoza, uh, the pastor in Stockton, California. So it was very, um, it was very neat to see that, um, you know, Brother Robert Ortega came from that church um, and was under Brother Mendoza and came out to Blythe. So, uh, but I would say, you know, Brother Robert really um, was a really good youth pastor. Uh, we didn't call him a youth pastor at the time, but he really gave us some really good um, information on, on Bible principles and doctrine early on, which really helped us get a really good um, grounding 
and our roots grounded early in, in our church experience. Yeah, and 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 I think that that is important um, because uh, it, it's almost like a, what would you like a a mentor tree or a a, a brothership tree where uh, there there's a certain uh, what is it stu- uh, you know just someone that builds that foundation and then they mentor people and then they branch out so like pastor would take it to you. And then the same principles, you take them and then you make them your own and then you, you add to them or whatever it is, how you see fit to fit your spiritual life. And then you pass them on to other people. So then I become a part of your branch and then I get what I get from you. And then I kind of add on to it. And then, then I just mentor people. So it just keeps going and going and going. So I think that's really awesome. That That's really awesome to see that, that we branched out from that. I remember Pastor Tega being there in Blythe, and uh, I got to catch like the tail end of uh, his service there in Blythe. You know, uh, I, I think it was about a year or two years, and then he had moved on to uh, Lake Havasu. <coughs> so, um, so I remember being there, but um, but yeah, that that really really helped out a lot. Uh, you know, being being under that and, and being under you guys. Um, uh, so, uh, so you said it was about thirteen years old. W- w- how old were you when you got baptized? Um, I believe I was thirteen. Oh, thirteen. Okay. Baptized, yes. Yeah. So he came shortly after that. I'm, I'm pretty sure, um, right around that time frame. It was just. It seems like it was right around that time. Yeah. Wow. And and then thirteen, and then you're growing up in the church, um. And obviously, I mentioned Jesse, and and you have uh, uh, Jose. You know your brothers, your yes. mom. They're in the church. Um, how was that family? How was that helpful for you having that family dynamic in church? Well, I think it's good. You know, you you learn, um, you know, when, from an early age that that it's expected that you go to church. Mm-hmm. That um, that you know, without fail, you know, we had church on Sunday. Two days, you know, not like nowadays, you know, people go to church just one time on Sundays, but we had, you know, Sunday school in the morning at 10, and then we'd come back at 5 for evening service. We had Tuesday service, and then we had a Thursday service. Um, so we found ourselves a lot, you know, in church quite often, and, and uh, apostolics are really good, you know, fundraising, so you learn how to work, <laughs> and you learn how to hustle at a, at a very young age, you know, so always fundraising to, to pay the bills in the church, to you know, do our part. So, um, being part of that, my, my mother and in my grandmother also, mm-hmm. um, big, um, pillars in the, in the, in the faith as far as in the church and working, um, and just service to God. And, and so I grew up in that, um, it's what I learned. It's what I felt was expected and it does help a lot, you know, and, and just like young Timothy in the new Testament, Paul talks to him, you know, and he's talking about, you know, how he had great women of faith in his life, like his grandmother and his mother. You know, um, I think I had a, we had a lot of that in our family um, where when we didn't feel like going to church, it wasn't an option. You went to church, you know, so it, it really helped a lot. Yeah, yeah. Sister Nelina, your grandmother, uh, God bless her. You know, man, I, I remember we got so close to your family that, you know, she became our Nana. You know, we call you guys would call her Nana. And then we kind of just stepped in there, and we adopted her. Also, <laughs> she adopted yeah. us, and, we, and she was just everybody's nana. And um, and your mom, bro, I was thinking about that this morning. You know, your mom was like my second mom. She, I remember being in high school, and um, and uh, during lunchtime, 
uh, I would grab my lunch, and she worked there in the counseling center at the high school, grab my lunch, and then I would go sit in there with her and Mr. Scott. And I would have <laughs> and I would have my lunch with your mom like every day almost, unless they were doing something in there that I, I couldn't be in there. But I, I remember she was she was like my second mom, and it was very funny because I knew she felt that because she would also get me in trouble like she was, my <laughs> you know, call my attention and stuff uh, to certain things and and especially about church. So yeah, it, it's awesome having um, the, those examples uh, in the church and and to see them. Uh, you know, see them care that much to to want you to succeed, especially in your Christian life. So yes. yeah, that that's oh man, and everything you were just mentioning just brought up a lot of memories. You know, church three days a week. That's right. Yeah, Tuesday. <laughs> very active. Yeah, I remember when we first came to Tucson. I felt like we were doing something wrong because we would come to church on Sunday, and it was like two hours long. <laughs> It was only two hours where I was used to being there like from 12 o'clock to like almost four or something like that. It was just, you know, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's it's different times and they change and, and some for better, some, you know, some things they call them traditions. But I, I appreciate some of those traditions that, you know, that we grew up with. Uh, so being there with you, um, Gabriel, uh, Gabriel and, and, and Blythe and... And like I said, I had you guys there with me, and and then all of a sudden, uh, you guys started getting uh, graduating and moving on, and the only one that couldn't move on yet was me. I was still, <laughs> I was still there in high school, and I believe you got married um, when I was in high school. I think I was a junior or a senior in high school, or maybe it was during the summer, but you got married uh, to to Terry, uh, uh, and um, and I I just. I had so many memories about that, you know, and, and congratulations because uh, you guys just celebrated 20 years. 20 years, yes. Yeah. God, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so what would some, what would some just tips or, or, or uh, what would you say, have to say about a lasting long marriage? What would you give someone uh, as a counselor? Well, I think, you know, what happened with us with, was I joined the service, so. That's right. Um we had to go away at a, at a very early stage in our, in our marriage. So I think you learn how to just, um, be together. You know, the, the Bible mm. says leave and cleave. Yeah. And, and when you get sent to South Dakota and to Guam, it's really wow. hard to just jump on a plane and, and go visit mama and daddy when you, when you're fighting, you know, and, and when things aren't, when you're not getting along. Uh. Um, so you kind of learn through the years, we've learned that, um, we're our best friends that basically, oh. It was like it was almost like Bonnie and Clyde at sometimes we were just us against the world, you know, um, and and we learned that and we just grew closer to the years, um, you know, a lot of ups and downs. Um, but through it all, we just remained really close friends. Um, we talk a lot. Um, we share a lot. And it's just us. And, yeah. and I think just that disconnection with family, honestly, I think was very helpful because um you know there there was nobody to run home to she was she wasn't able to run you know in mm -hmm. fact i remember when we first got married um i was spending a lot of time with you yeah. um <laughs> there in Blythe, and we'd go play games like we used to always play and and i remember she was getting jealous you know getting like hey you need to spend time with me you know um i think we used to always joke too and and used to joke and say like you're pretending like you're knocking on the door like can can Gabriel come out and play oh. you know and, and um 
you know, because we were so young. I think yeah. I was 20 at the time, and she was 18. But um, but that that was what that relationship, um, what we evolved to. It was just us. And and now, um, I think 20 years later, it's just us, and we're looking forward to our kids eventually graduating wow. and just spending time with just us and going places. Right now, it's all about the kids. But yeah. um, I think it just helps. It, it helps to just to really become really good friends and, and just be there for each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I remember after you got married. Yeah, I, I would even tease you. I think your phone's going to ring right now. Yeah. And, and then, sure enough, two minutes later, <laughs> it was Terry on the phone. No, yeah. but, yeah, and, you know, bro, it's it just like the Bible says, you know, he that findeth the wife findeth the good thing. And, and and I remember hearing someone saying, you know, sometimes you, 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 you want that relationship, but sometimes... Uh, women aren't ready to be wives you know they're not ready to be wives so uh you know they still want to you know indulge or be in that single phase but when you find someone that that wants or is a wife that that fits those qualities and and they're your partner and i mean there's nothing like it there's nothing like it i I love i love being home with my wife you know i love coming home i love seeing uh you know i love seeing her i love spending time with her and I remember when we celebrated our seven year, this year we're going to be celebrating 12 years. Uh, I remember when we celebrated our seven year anniversary. I told my coworkers at work, and it's mostly girls in the front uh, desk area. And they go, ooh, you're going to have that itch. I go, what itch? <laughs> you know, that seven year itch. I've never heard of anything like that before until they explained it to me. You know, it's like when the guy gets bored and, you know, they want to go find something like, no, I go, I, I'm pretty, I'm satisfied with my wife, you know, it's just, this is the type of relationship we have, and, and, and you, I talk to them about it, and they seem like it's almost a fairy tale, you know, it's almost a fairy tale, but I think that's what happens when, not only do you base relationship in trust, but also when you have it in faith, when you have God in the middle of it, mm-hmm. you know, and that's a yep. big difference, that's a big difference in how the people view that in the world, and how it is, you know, when, when you have God in the middle of it. Um, so how many, how many kids do you have, bro? You have three, right? We have three. We have yeah. two boys and a girl. Yes. And I, I seen recently, was it just one of them? The oldest got baptized? Um, well, we moved out of here three years ago. Okay. And, um, within about three or four months, my oldest got baptized. Wow. Um, and then my other two also. So all three of our children are currently baptized. Really? That is them. awesome, man. Yeah. And how, what's their age ranges? Um, my oldest is 17. He's going to be 18 in June. And I've got a um, 14-year-old going to be 15 this year. Wow. And my daughter's the youngest. She's going to turn 11 in May. Oh, my goodness, bro. Yeah, we're getting old. What? <laughs> no, I, my, my oldest is 10 and the little guy's 7. And I just look at them and like, where, where did you guys come from? They changed so much. They you grew know? up very fast. Yeah. And you know, bro, one of the things I was thinking of also, um, because I knew I was going to talk to you, was, uh, and I was talking about marriage and having God in the middle of it. I remember having a, a specific conversation with you. Uh, we were actually at your house. I was staying the night. I don't remember why, but I remember I was staying the night at your house. And um, we were talking just about stuff. And one of the things came up is like, you know what, bro, I, I don't ever want to have kids. And you asked me why? Why don't you know? Why would you say that? Like, cause you know where where my past where came from and how my dad was and he drank and you know he women you know whatever he was and I go I don't want to be like that. I'm so scared to bring someone into this world and fail them in that way. And I remember you 
you know, like I said, we were talking earlier that when time goes by, we exaggerate or we kind of forget things. But I know he said something to the fact that, you know what, but, you know, you're different in the way that you're not better, but you're serving God. You know, you're serving God. And I remembered that and it stuck with me because all those things like marriage and having kids, to me, that seemed too good to be out of my reach because of where I came from. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. But but when 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 you told me that, that was the difference. That was the difference that I had God in my life. Uh, and because of that, it was going to be different for me. Again, not that I was going to be better, but that God was going to make it just better for me. And, you know, to this day, you know, I, like I mentioned earlier, married, going to be married 12 years. I have two boys. And, uh, you know, I just really want to think of this year. We, we, we just bought a house. You know, we just got into a house. And, brother, all these things that I'm mentioning to you, I've never dreamed that I was ever going to have happen in my life. You know, to me, they seem too out of reach or too good or too, you got to be too perfect. I don't know, but I remember those little conversations that we would have and they would just, they would stick with me. And, and, and that meant a lot to me, brother. It meant a lot. And, and that's why, um, you know, that you were a big part of my life. And I remember being in Blythe and I remember Teresa getting jealous of us a lot. Cause <laughs> we would go, I remember the, the little yellow buggy and, uh, that you would have the Volkswagen and, um, and hanging out and going to services sector and everything, uh, you know that that was all that was awesome. Um, but I remember um, also, you know, like I said, those conversations and, and they really meant a lot. They really meant a lot. And um, <laughs> and uh, what was I going to mention? Oh, and speaking about that, um, you know, you you had quite a, a you know you served, you said you served in the military, but also you had a lot of time serving in 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 church. You know, not only local wise, like as as I believe you were like the youth president, and 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 you served in other capacities there, uh, local wise. But you were also like sector president for sector three when we had sector presidents. I remember that. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah, as the sector three president, and I don't know. Did you ever get to serve on the district level <laughs> when you were here? Uh, no, 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 no. I never got to serve on the district level. Just the sec sector level. Yeah. Um, prior to getting married. Yeah. And then, um, uh, you know, but I remember you giving conferences at conventions, uh, you know, and, and, and I, I just always remember I wanted to, to so much be like you. I wanted to be like you. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. Uh, <laughs> no, no. It, it, <laughs> what I mean by that is some of it is natural. Obviously, it's in your character, like, you know, uh, you know, being outgoing or, you know, just, uh, you know, just being, um, approachable but not only that uh you know you you, you could feel that god's uh favor was on you you know you, you could feel that like i said you were preaching and you were teaching and you were giving conferences and and you know we were just from a small church in blythe you know and but you were getting to experience all these things and i was like you know what i want to be like that and i remember my focus was on that but i never really paid attention to the process that you would go through in order to be, to place yourself, to get to do those things. Does that make sense? So, yeah. you know, those times of prayer and fasting and everything else. And, and, uh, and I remember you're the, even the one that got me to play the drums. That was, yeah. <laughs> so you, you helped me play the drums. You taught me like one little rhythm or beat. And then that was it. I was a drum player for some reason. <laughs> yeah. So, but, um, 
but what I was trying to get to the point is that, um, you know, you could just tell that, that in your service to God, you know, you had that favor uh, and, and, and people were attracted to that. It, people, uh, people really wanted to be a part of what you were doing. And I think that speaks volumes, you know, cause there's people, uh, we need more people like that. You know, we need more people like that, to have a relationship with God and, and, and the favor of God is with them. And people just want to be around that positivity and that goodness and everything else, you know? So, um, uh, there wasn't really a question in there. I just remember feeling that, <laughs> <laughs> you know, being a part, you know, getting to hang out with you and be like, yeah, he's my friend, you know? Yeah. he's my... <laughs> No, bro. Just, um, you know, it was, it was good times, you know, yeah. um, I think, um, our, our young people were on fire and we had a really good, um, group of young people, like you said. And, and when you got a group of young people, that are on fire for God, just anything is possible. You know, it'll it'll transform a church. Um, it'll um, usher a church into revival, you know. And, and anytime we went to district services or sector services, I think people sense that, you mm -hmm. know, that when we went, I mean, we went hungry for God. We went there um, seeking God. And, you know, oftentimes we sat in the front. Mm -hmm. We wanted to be in everything, you know, every service that we could be at, at a national convention. I remember growing up, as a junior, we would go around. We would be the kids out there, the Traviesos, you know, running around at the Hiltons and the Marriott's parking lot. We used to go around and, and break off Mercedes Benz, you know, little <laughs> emblems on people's cars. We were horrible. And we used to take them so that we can use them as necklaces, you know. Oh, or, I won't tell you my, my um, cohorts that were with me, you know, my <laughs> partners in crime, but we'll just oh, say goodness. that we, we weren't good kids. You were. That was before your time. Yeah. But, you know, as we um, dedicate our lives to God and as we went as young people, um, I remember some of the first times going to a national youth convention and actually going to every single service. Mm. You know, I'd never done that. I was there. We're always around looking for things to break or girls or yeah. whatever, you know. Um, but it was different, you know, and I think people sense that atmosphere. Mm. They sense that hunger in our hearts. And, you know, when you have that, people want to be around mm. that, you know, and, and I think that's why people um, liked our group, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I think that's the key word, you know, the hunger, the hunger for the presence of God and, and the things yeah. of God. And, and, um, and, and I think that's, I always uh, felt, you know, like I said, when, after you guys were kind of moving on because of graduations and, and, and things like that, um, you know, uh, one of the things I remember was, um, the young people that were left there in Blythe where they were even younger, there were the juniors coming up. Uh, you know, like your brother Jose and, and, and Erica, um, you know, the Vaquita girls. And so there were the next generation coming up. And But it was really interesting because even when I would try to go and be with other young people, uh, <coughs> because of the experience that I had growing up and the, the things that were instilled in me, I could never relate to people my own age. You know, in a sense, because it wasn't so much an age thing, but it was more, not that I was more spiritual, but I just think I had a different idea or expectation out of young people because that's what was expected of me after I got, you know, ingrained with all that, uh, you know, the, the teachings, the word of God and the presence of God and the hunger for God. So I really couldn't be around other young people almost my own age sometimes because the things that they would talk about is like, what are you guys talking about? Like, you know, we're here at camp. You know, what do you guys talk about? We're at a convention, you know, and, and I remember that always stuck with me. So I don't know. People thought I was just kind of 
like trying to separate myself or I don't know what it was, but I just remember always feeling that way, like trying to fill my place, you know, of what, what was it, what, where I belonged. And, and, and yeah, even now, you know, even now to try to find people that can relate in that same way, it, it gets challenging. But like I said, that's something that got instilled in me. And that's something I try to instill in, in young people today. Uh, and, and like I said, you guys had a big part to do that with, with that in my life. Um, so, um, so you're, you're in Indio now and, um, are, I saw you're going to Indio church now, right? Is it your, yes, we're, we were attending, um, a United Pentecostal church in, um, in, um, Palm Desert, California, uh-huh. um, primarily cause you know, unfortunately, even though I grew up in the church, I, and my parents speak Spanish, I never learned Spanish, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and so, um, <laughs> I felt more comfortable there when we first moved back cause it was all English. Uh, but recently we did um, give Indio Apostolic a try and, and they actually split the services because it's large enough where wow. you have um, an Eng- all English service mm-hmm. on Sundays and an all um, Spanish service. So <coughs> we've tried it and, and we like it. So um, we're back in the assembly. We're back in, um, you know, at Apostolic Church and and um, and meeting great people there. You know, it's a really good uh, people and, and I'm getting involved whatever I can get involved in they, right. they've got a lot of programs going on and just like we learn in Blythe you know you have to work you have to keep busy um, and that's what I'm trying to do and, and getting our kids involved as well and did do you aspire uh, not that you need a title but would you aspire to if they offered you the ministry would, was that something you would be interested in well um you know, the thing is, you know, when God put places a calling in your life, mm-hmm. um, no matter no matter what we go through or what we do, um, I, I believe that he never removes that calling. Mm-hmm. You know, it's us sometimes that um, fall short or, um, you know, but, you know, if 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 they do um, at, at the um, UPC church, they're a little bit different where I did preach and I did. I was a leader. Um, I preached probably quarterly, but here obviously it's a different way in assembly if they Mm -hmm. offered it um you know i I would do whatever my pastor needs me to do that's the way i am you know um if he needs me to to do that then i'll do it you know just to me it's um you know it's it's what i gotta do yeah no that's good bro that's good Uh, you know I, i love you know just hearing you talk just brings back all those like i said memories of uh, being there in Blythe and and getting those teachings and counselings, you know, from Pastor Ortega and and uh, it's awesome. I miss that. I miss, <laughs> I miss that mentality. You know, I miss that uh, that 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 focus and 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 it, that's awesome. That's awesome. It's it's tough too. You know, as you grow older, um, and you get more responsibilities put yeah. on you. Um, say like yourself as a minister, um. You know, you're charged with with teaching. You're charged with ministering yeah. to others, and at times, you know, it's tough where you need to be ministered as well. And yeah. remembering those times where we were ministered, and we got to just sit there and, yeah. and just, you know, almost at the buffet table in a sense with with great teaching, um, sound doctrine. It's 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 good, you know, to to inspire. You want that. You want yeah. that even for your own life. And, um, and you know, I think I think that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. No, that that's awesome. Oh man. Um, well, I I think um, 
I think that's pretty much what I had for you, bro. <laughs> so, I, I like I said, I, I really want to appreciate your time. And, and again, you I know you're not feeling well, but thank you. Thank you very much for sharing. Um, uh, there was, um, I'm sorry, I was thinking of something and it's in my mind. Uh, no, I think that's it. Then I can't I remember. I appreciate you contacting me. Yeah. Been a long time. Um, Teresa and I both are very proud of you. Oh, thank you. And and, and who you've become, um, great man of God. Uh, oh. <laughs> you were the toughest. You know, you were the youngest, and you're also the toughest to uh, <laughs> to string along. You know, to to get you to um, you know receive the Holy Ghost to get baptized. And we remember thinking like, man, what's taking this guy so long? <laughs> you know, we couldn't understand it, but. Uh, I think now looking back, you know, yeah. you, you, you've remained uh, faithful and strong, um, a true anchor, and yeah. uh, we're very proud of you in, in, oh. in all that you do. Oh, thank you, bro. Oh, that means a lot. Thank you. Yeah, I, 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 I like I said, I, I think for me in my life, uh, it, it just, all these things, you know, you know, you hear about how God can use anybody, but it just seemed too unreal, you know, because like I said, it's goodness. It's good and it's it's pure and i was like i don't i don't think i have anything to do with this stuff yeah. and and yeah and, and but you guys like i said you guys were a big part of that in my life and when i received the holy ghost i didn't want to tell anybody because you know i knew everyone was praying for me to get it and it was in a service in um in uh my goodness brother where was it peoria maybe yes yes it was yeah, yeah in peoria and and the and uh i think it was pastor take if i'm mistaken he said, you know what, this young man doesn't have the Holy Ghost. And he goes, you know what, come up here. And then I was like, oh, no. I go, now I have to get it because everyone's looking at me. I don't know what's going to happen. So then I go up there and I get prayed for. And I was like, Lord, you know, I don't I don't like to be called out. I don't like to be the center of attention. I feel like everyone's looking at me. And, and I was just being honest with God. And then the the preacher's just saying, you know, just just let your mouth loose. I go, it is loose. And, you know, but after a while, I just stopped thinking about it. I just stopped thinking about it, and I started speaking in tongues. And and I wasn't baptized yet. I wasn't baptized yet, and I remember speaking in tongues, and, and it was just the most awesome feeling. And it was like, man, this is great. I go, this is, you know, why am I? Why did I take so long to try to get it? And then I remember you would always tell me, hey, you got to get baptized now. And I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> like, yeah, you do. You got to get baptized now. And then I remember you would always just come up to me. And, I mean, you would you would talk to me and, and tell me why, but I think you knew that I knew why. So you would just kind of uh, kind of push me on and, and say, you know what? You, I remember you telling me, you stink before God. I was like, why do I stink before God? He goes, because you're dead to yourself. You have the Holy Ghost, but you're just still, you're not buried yet. <laughs> so I was like, what do you, I have to be buried? He goes, yeah, when you get baptized. And I was like, ah, oh. I was like, all right. And I always remember every time they would have baptisms, I would feel so awkward because right behind me, uh, sitting in the second row, would be Terry, uh, Teresa, and, and Lydia. And every time they say, who wants to get baptized? And I could hear them praying, you know, praying and praying. I was like, oh, this is so awkward. Why do they do this every time? <laughs> yeah, you don't always do that all the time. Not, not like uh, Brother Jeannie used to do it, you know. It's, I haven't seen it like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. So yeah, so um I remember once when I did decide to get baptized, like, you know, I just don't I don't I just don't know what it is about attention. I don't even like having people sing happy birthday to me, but I anyways, I, I remember I was playing the drums and um they, they asked who wants to get baptized and I was coming down from the pa- platform where the drums were at because they would move them to the side so you could see the, the baptism uh, yeah. baptismal 
And I remember I was coming down and all of a sudden uh, I was coming down and then I stopped. I turned around and I stood right there next to the other brother that was going to get baptized. And then I heard my sister crying. I heard Teresa cry. I heard my mom crying. And, and I didn't want to turn around and look. I was like, I'm just going to do this already. <laughs> I got to know what I'm waiting for. And yeah, I remember I finally got baptized. And when I, like I said, it was the same thing when I received the Holy Ghost. You know, what, what, what was the holdup? I, I don't understand. I don't understand. But yeah, I'm grateful to God um, because without him, I, I mean, I wouldn't be able to experience half the things that I, I mean, all the things that I've experienced. And, and again, I, I recently we had a service where we were, it was like a heritage service mm -hmm. and we were singing all these, um, they call them old, old songs. But to me, I was, I was in heaven, man. We were singing songs. I knew, you know, those, the, <laughs> those songs. And, and all of a sudden I just started picturing all these people that were in my life that helped me get to the place where I was at, you know, in Blythe and, and, and everywhere else, the people that came through my life, like yourself, your brothers, uh, Pastor Ortega, Pastor Trini Silva, Pastor Alvin Rodriguez. I mean, just everybody, everybody that had some part to do in my life. And, and I was like, man, this is, this is, this is awesome. You know, this is awesome. Yeah, so, well, bro, you know, um, you know, you brought up a good point earlier when you were saying, you know, what I, what I did to, to be able to, to speak and all of this, you know, yeah. you're, at, you're at a point in your life now, um, kind of like in the book of Esther, you know, you know, everybody wants to be a part of for such a time as this, this. you know, and, and, you know, everything that she had to go through to get to that point, you know, um, I think that's, that's where you're at, you know, you're yeah. at a point where you've been through all this, you've seen it and God's placed you, um, at a church where for such a time as this, you mm. can be, that mentor to so many young people because I, I see and I go to these different churches, you know, and I see so much need in young people. Yeah. Um, and there's so much disconnection um, oftentimes in, in the group of young people. And I think the fact that we got to experience um, what it was like to be with such a uh, just a, a hungry group of individuals. Um, I think that's really going to help you with your ministry and getting people to to that point, mm -hmm. you know, because I mean, it's such a need for young people to be saved yeah. and, and I see it and that my heart's burden for young people um, because it is there's just so many temptations out there and there's so much um, that the world's pulling these young people and and, are, and I'm seeing them in the churches yeah. um, young people are not dedicated like like they once were but um, individuals like yourself and even us people that have experienced it at such a young age that yes you can live for god yeah you can concentrate for um consecrate yourself for god you know yeah. so that god can pull um young people in this last day would be would be awesome yeah oh amen brother yeah all right well man i i would want to talk to you for hours now but thank you for your time <laughs> Bro. It, it was awesome going down uh you know all these uh you know remembering all these things and 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 really it just it just kind of stirs something inside of me and just like i really want to appreciate your time because you know just having that that you know just this conversation just kind of inspired you know re-inspired and just re-enlightened you just relighted something in me so you know i appreciate it and 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 that's one of the reasons like i said you were a big influence now then and and you know i've gotten here so anyways uh Thanks for thinking of us. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Thank you, thank and, you for your time. prayers. Are always coveted, you know. We always want your prayers and keep us in prayer, church in prayer. And one day, um, maybe I eventually get my license with the with the Apostolic Church, and we'll head your way. All right, <laughs> I got that recorded, brother. I got the recorded.
And, and yeah, yeah, definitely. You guys are always welcome. The house is always open to you guys for sure. All right. All right. Well, thank you again. I'll let you go. And, and God bless. And we'll be praying for you and the family. God bless. All right.